13 here we are hey 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 DFS. let's get it how you guys all right doing? let's have a big week good man ready to bounce back uh put up a roster last week that had 211 points so i'm feeling good Whoa. um yeah man <laughs> i had about five or six go up in the 190 plus area so uh overall yeah let's get let's get hot yeah yeah last week was a weird one man i i had a lineup that had henry with mahomes and tyreek and like barely cashed I just didn't make the right like pivots with some of the pay down guys. Uh, yeah. Really, Gabe Davis. Really frustrating until Gabe today. Davis. I feel like was the huge um, pay down guy for me. Well, he's like three K. Right. And he got like 17 points um, that allowed me to go really high up elsewhere and, you know, get over 200. So yeah, Gabe Davis was a huge play. I'm having a harder time finding that guy this week, but I think I do have somebody in mind. Yeah. I think one lesson I kind of learned, like I, I got caught in that, uh, chalk of brian hill a little bit and then to um you know just the importance of like thinking you're gonna go bargain ben you know for a 3k guy or something like that and whereas he doesn't kill you you're not you're still not probably winning a tournament if that guy puts up two points you know you have to be perfect in every other spot so i don't know uh jim yeah i mean last week was a solid week i had uh you know 211 in one lineup uh Two two oh one in another lineup um, ran ran those across a couple of different lineups and that's really what was the difference for me this week. Um, you know the Mahomes. I, I just don't understand how the Mahomes and KC stacks were just not super owned. Um, yeah, they're around confusing. like fifteen percent. Around fifteen percent. You know, it's not I crazy. Just, I just don't get it. I mean, Tyreek, you know, was twenty ended up being a little higher than the ownership projections, but I mean, when he gets you. He's not going to get you 60 points every week, but he's a guy that has that kind of upside, right? Um, Obviously. In, in that in that, two ele- <laughs> in that 211 lineup, too, I had DJ Moore, who basically um, Teddy just missed him on a wide-open touchdown in the very, very, very just yeah. wide open, right? Um, yeah. Had I got that, um, it would have been another five-figure week. Um, but, you know... It's okay. We'll take two eleven. We'll take a couple hundred dollar profit, and we'll move on. Um, and uh, and now I guess it's time to talk about some running backs, huh, Ben? Yeah, we got an interesting week here. DK has finally upped Henry uh, to where he should be, which is the second half of every year. He just goes absolutely nuclear every week. It seems. Um, so we've got Cook and Henry at the top, pretty much the same price, ninety five hundred, ninety two hundred, and then you know, a few guys in the sevens that are intriguing. Um, but then, you know, from there, the 5k range. So up top, Joe, what are you thinking? Are you? Yeah. I mean, it's, guys or you yeah, thinking? I obviously like both. I mean, I think they're both in great matchups. Um, I think Henry is going to, you know, have his late season, you know, going nuts like he usually does, especially against a Browns defense that's susceptible against the run. Um, I'm, I'm split on these two. Right. Um, but there's a lot of lineups. I'm actually just completely dismissing these two because I'm having a hard time this week finding, you know, those um, low price guys, you know, to balance off of having your running back being ninety five hundred. 
Um, but I am leaning towards Henry this week. I feel like he's going to go lower owned because he is a little bit more expensive than Cook, and Cook is just in that matchup against the Jaguars, which people are going to drool over. Um, but I got to tell you, my my favorite play of the week is Robinson at 7,300 on the other side of Cook in that same yeah. game. Um, that's the only game on the entire slate where both teams have positive offensive line grades um, on the run and the pass. I think that game could be a potential shootout, um, 30 points plus on each side, even though Glennon is, is the quarterback. Um, Jaguars are still playing hard, even though they can't seem to win. Um, but I really like Robinson at 7,300 there. He's probably my favorite on the entire slate. But if I'm going with the high-owned guys, I'm probably going to go with Henry um, and then take Robinson on the other side of uh, Cook there. Um, and, and up top, and, and that's kind of, you know, we'll just talk about the, the guys up top here. I guess we can round table. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I'm leading Henry for a few reasons. One, I do think Dalvin's a little banged up. I mean, they've been riding him hard. And he – he had an ankle. He's, I mean, two, three weeks ago against the Cowboys, he banged up his ribs. I thought he was out of the game. Like he's getting beat up a little bit. Um, if they can get a lead here, um, you know, and based on the Vegas total, you know, it looks like they're thinking it's going to happen. Um, and the Jags can't keep it close. It, it could be an exit or a split day, not necessarily a split day, but you could see cook lose some carries to Madison. Whereas I think, yeah. And you know, I'm not as scared of the carries, but I'm scared of him just losing touches to like Thielen and Jefferson getting long touchdowns or something, you know, on that end mm-hmm. and cook just loses touches on that side of it. Cause the Jaguars are just so bad. That's what I'm Whereas saying. Whereas Henry, yeah, they got to feed him to win. Right. So well, that's where so my difference is. So, I'll, I'll, I'll play counterpoint to that. I mean, look, Henry's price, um, you know, he's only $300 less than Cook. If it was a situation like last week. 300 more than like, Cook. Or 300 more. No. 300, 300 less. less than Cook. Cook is the most expensive at 9500 Oh, sorry. I got him mix, mixed up. My bad. Um, the counterpoint for Cook is I agree that he's banged up. I think he's going to be a little bit lower on this week because of that. And he's a guy that doesn't need, you know, 25 touches to get you there, right? He could have, you know, 11 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown and four catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. And that's going to more than pay off your price at 9,500, right? So I, I get what you're saying, what you guys are saying, but he's an explosive enough player that does catch the ball, um, out of the backfield that, you know, I think especially too with Thielen coming back, it's just going to make the Jaguars, you know, it's going to allow them to not really be able to load up on the run as much. Um, I think that happened a little bit last week to them, but, you know, I mean, I like both of them. I'm going to have a fair amount of exposure to both of them. I think I'm going to have yeah. more Henry, but you know, if we're talking about the top guys, 7,000 and up, I mean, I'm, I'm on board with Joe that Robinson's my favorite. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm right there with you guys. And, and the last point I'll make on the Henry Cook thing, the, the reason I just side with Henry is I'm really confident that, I mean, these are two, it's crazy to say with the Browns, but this is a really important game for both of these teams. Uh, for playoffs, for seedings, uh, this is probably going to be a game that goes down to the end. And, you know, you have the Browns that are going to try to slug it out with Chubb. Um, I just think this game's competitive and they're going to have to lean on Henry and they yeah. will lean on him. So. And the Browns, uh, the Browns are given up. It's a weird little nugget, but they uh, have given up the most runs over five yards this season out of any team in the league, you know, and that's Derek Henry's specialty is getting those seven yard you know, uh, off tackle plays and then yeah. potentially popping one. So 
I think Henry's the play this week, but obviously Cook is that good and you can't ignore it. I will have exposure to both. No doubt. Um, going down to the mid-range there, yeah, real, obviously. Real, real quick, yep. I, I do like Robinson with you guys. Do you have any interest in Chubb? Yes. You? Yeah, I really like Chubb on the other side of uh, Henry there. Um, I feel like this game is going to be a slugfest because that's both teams' identities. So in yeah. the trenches, I think teams, you know, no one's going to run up the score on either side. And I feel like both teams are running the ball quite a bit to stay in this game and give their defenses a chance. So I really do like Chubb. And honestly, I think he's a great pivot if you're trying to save some cash going down from 92 from Henry down to Chubb at 77. I think they both have the same upside. Well, it's much easier to fit in Robinson and Chubb, you know, than you get Henry and maybe mm-hmm. you have to get a 5K guy or something. One other exactly. Guy- one other guy I'll mention up there, I, I'm playing a lot of, I just think, you know, he's priced up a little bit and I think people are going to side with those guys we just talked about is I'll have quite a bit of Austin Eckler. Uh, oh yeah. I know that game is the Patriots going to try to keep the ball out of their hands, but they've sh- they showed last week Eckler's the dude, like they're going to give him the rock. And if you have to think about Belichick trying to take out the best player in Keenan Allen, that's going to open up the door for Eckler to have another like 10 targets passing. So yeah, he had 16 so, targets last week. I don't think he's week. a better player, but fantasy wise, like I think he can 16, hang with some of those guys. 16 targets. He has like JD McKissick receiving stats, but he actually gets carries. And if you're Belichick, <laughs> he's good. Like, if you're Bill Belichick, go ahead and throw swing passes to Eckler all day. Like what, you know, we're just not going to let Keenan Allen smoke us or, or Herbert mm. downfield. So I like Eckler a lot. He is right there for me with Robinson and Henry is in the top place this week. Yeah. And that's the big reason why, honestly, I found myself putting Henry and cook in almost every lineup to start with, you know, as I was building some of these, you know, initial lineups. And then I started taking them both out and going with guys in the seven K range here, like, you know, going Robinson and Eckler or Chubb and those kind of combinations. And it gives you a lot more range at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I like both. Of, I like Chubb. I like Robinson. I love Eckler. Those are my mid-range guys. Um, if I'm going down below 7K, um, I really like Miles Sanders this week. Um, I know the Eagles offense is absolutely anemic, but Sanders mm. still does get all the touches. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay hasn't been great at stopping running backs. Um, you just got to hope in this situation, Sanders gets those eight targets out of the backfield and maybe breaks one off, right? Um, Dude, I've just been such a truther on – Wentz and I finally just like don't I oh yeah no and I'm not going on Wentz at all no No, like just that whole (laughs) offense is completely in disarray like just like we talked about Dallas a couple weeks ago with Zeke and stuff like dude they got nothing like yeah I don't know if I can play Miles Sanders again. Yet. Yeah, so he he's definitely one of those guys I'm looking at. But, you know, I want to go down 400 for, I think, the most mispriced guy on the slate, and it's Chris Carson at 6,300. With all these other running backs being priced up 7K plus, was there eight guys up there from 7K mm-hmm. and up? Um, Carson at 6,300 against the New York Giants, I think, is an absolute steal. Uh, Carson, when he's in, he gets catches. I mean, he's one of the best uh, top-rated pass catching running backs this year um, with them spreading the ball out. So I really love Carson at 6,300. And if I'm going down, the furthest I'm going down is Hines at 5,300. Even though Taylor's back this week, they're going against the Texans and the Texans aren't great. Linebackers can't cover. Cunningham has one of the worst, you know, cover grades as a linebacker in the league. Um, Their whole defense as a whole is just in shambles right now. So I do like Hines at 5,300, but that's as low as I'm going to go. Yeah, just be careful with Carson. I mean, I, I was on him earlier this week, and when you dig in a little bit more, the Giants have the fifth-best rush defense in the league this year. I know it could be a little misleading. Like, they haven't played the best teams and all this stuff, but just be a little – I, I think there's some 
there's a lot of merit to playing uh, Carson, but you know, yeah, I do. I do like playing. I like playing the you know the passing side of that better this week, and we'll get there um, because the Giants secondary has you know they were grading out pretty high as the season started, and it's only been going down ever since. So they're leveling out to where they should be. Um, you know, probably playing a little above their heads there for a little bit. Um, so I don't know. I, I like this whole Seattle game, so I'm going to have some Carson going in there. Why not? Cool. Jim, uh, below 7K, what are you thinking? Yeah, so below 7K, uh, I mean, I don't really like anything in the sixes. It's not really for me. Uh, I'm going to be going all the way down to my first guy. Uh, you know, just going right back to Wayne Gallman. He's getting the volume. He's getting the touches. Seattle's defense is just not great. I mean, he got 24 carries last week, um, so that's all good enough for me. Uh, I bet you guys – there was one running back last week who ran as many routes. Now, didn't get as many targets, but ran as many routes as Austin Eckler. Any guesses? I'm just going to mm-hmm. guess it's the guy that I want to play, and I'm hoping you talk me into him, is David Montgomery. You are right. It's yep. David Montgomery. <laughs> I knew he had a good game receiving. I didn't know how many targets he had. So he was routes. tied with Austin Eckler at 37 routes run. Um, and that's that trend has really – is really going to continue, right? Um, this is going to be a great matchup on the ground for him against Detroit. Um, this is a game where, you know, Maggie and whoever the hell is calling the plays there, and Lazor, I don't even know who it is now. Um, now that Montgomery's healthy, they really do want to try and run the ball and take a little bit of pressure off Mitch. Like, they get that Mitch isn't, isn't the guy to drop back and have to throw the ball 35-plus times. Um, and I don't really understand why he's priced at 5,500 um, in a game outdoors in Chicago versus Detroit, you know, in December. Like, that, I'm going to have quite a bit of David Montgomery, and I'm perfectly fine starting my teams with Eckler and Montgomery and just gobbling up the volume and then the pass volume as well with those running backs. Um, I'm all over Hines again this week. They didn't raise his price enough. Um, he went from 46 just up to 5,300. Um, I hope I'm very much hoping that, you know, I don't expect the 10 rush attempts again, but if, you know, eight catches for 66 yards, I'll, that's fine with me. Um, keep giving me that. That's basically like paying for that for a wide receiver. Um, Giovanni Bernard, again, I'll go right back to him. Miami's got a good defense, right? But his price went down $500. And I don't really know why. I know he looked like shit last week, and I only put up seven points. But well, again, because they, they, yeah, his last three weeks he's put up nine, nine and a half, and seven. So that's, that's fine. But he's play, but he's played the Giants, who have a great rushing defense. He's played Washington, who has a great rushing defense, and he's played Pittsburgh, who's the number one mm-hmm. defense in the league. So I just don't love from the fact that like that whole offense without Burrow, like they have no threat. Passing, that's fine. He's gonna, he's like, he's going. Like, He's going to get the touches. I mean, I've got some interest in Damian Harris. Um, The Chargers are absolute dead last in the league in explosive run rate allowed. Um, So that means runs over five yards. Um, So that has me interested in Harris. It also has me interested in James White. I think you can play either one of these guys this week because of the injuries it's basically boiled down to them. And James White has kind of just fallen right back into his old James White role. Got 14 points last week. He's getting goal line work, which is a little strange. Um, 
but you know, for a two hundred dollar <laughs> less price, I'm like team. I'm fine with that. Um, and then a guy whose price is back down to where I think it should be, and that I have some interest in playing, especially in a game flow situation this week, is Chase Edmonds at forty nine hundred. Um, I don't know how much I'll have of him, how much exposure I'll, exposure I will have of him. You know, he hasn't been great, but last week was his first week. He dipped under double-digit fantasy points. Um, I think this could be a good week for him. The Rams have a very difficult time in covering backs out of the backfield. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going. I'm not really going down any further. I got burned by Brian Hill last week, like pretty much everybody in the fantasy industry did. Um, but it didn't kill my week. I didn't go all in on Brian Hill. I never do on those chalk cheap guys. So, yeah, that's about as far down as I'm going. Cool. You miss yeah, anyone, Vince? Yeah, we're on a lot of the same guys. The, the only guy that I'm not really on, I'm not on Geo, and I'm not on Heinz too much. I, dude, Jonathan Taylor coming back is just like reeks of something weird's going to happen. I, <laughs> he's the best running back Heinz is right now on that team. He should be the guy. But adding another body just scares the hell out of me. So, so the last game that Taylor played, Twines had, Heinz had 28 points. I hear, I hear it, but I'm just saying, like, it, it doesn't yeah. ma- mean, like, anything. We've seen these coaches, like, an obvious smash spot, and they just don't give them the ball, you know? So, I think – So, my, my, my reasoning behind Hines is Hines' role is now clearly defined in that offense. Taylor's is not because they keep giving the ball where Taylor should get the ball to, like, Wilkins and other and – they keep, and they give it to Hines, right? So, like, out of all the running backs there – with noodle arm Phillip not being able to throw the ball further than 20 yards down the field. Um, I think they're better off with Jacoby Brissett, but that's a different story. Um, no, that, it, that's it my reasoning sense. for Heinz. Yeah. You need yeah. To, to keep that thing competitive and keep them throwing like that. Uh, I think, I think, I think that it'll be a, a higher scoring game than you think. Yeah. Um, I, I think both teams sure. get into the twenties. I think it's like a 30, 35, 21 kind of game. Um, so I like that game this week. Yeah, and just touching on a few of the guys that you mentioned that I do like too. I, I had a lot of Montgomery. Uh, I was leaning that way, so that makes me feel a little bit better. And then Damian Harris as well. Um, the one guy that you guys didn't mention, he's expected to come off IR hopefully uh, in the next day or so, is Miles Gaskin. Um, yeah, he, he's been practicing. One. This is his second week practicing back. So they came out and talked about how they want him like up to speed and his conditioning back before he gets any game time. Um, For sure. So I think that is a sign that like they're going to activate him when he's a hundred percent. And when he is, yeah. he's getting the rock. Uh, yeah. So I love that spot for miles Gaskin. If uh, he's activated in the next couple of days, um, cause the Bengals are just going to get roasted on the ground. So yeah. all over that. Um, cool. Let's swing around and hit quarterbacks and then we can go into receivers. So Joe, who are your favorites at the top and I guess middle and, yeah, so at the top, um, you know, I really like Russ this week. I know we were kind of debating this last night, you know, because 7,700 at the top there might be a little scary. But, again, the Giants' defense, their secondary, has been getting worse and worse as the season's gone on. Um, same with Bradbury. He was playing at a Pro Bowl level, and his uh, grades have just gone down the last three weeks. So I think they're coming back to earth the Giants defense a little bit. And this is a week where I know Russ has been cold for three weeks in a row now, but he still hasn't been playing necessarily bad, just making some bad choices here and there. Um, 
I think this is a week where Russ breaks back out and puts himself back in the MVP race that, you know, people stop talking about him. So I'm all over Russ this week. And I think he's going to be contrarian as well. Um, so I'm all about that. Um, really like Rogers 6,800, you know, it's a guaranteed three times. So why not? You know, you're guaranteed a minimum of 20 points, even if he has a bad game. He's, he's not on the slate. Oh my God. Rip. He got oh that, that game because they played on Wednesday. It's been pushed to Monday. So you you're going to have about? the Green Bay game. Oh, never. No, mind. you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you said Ben. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what? Okay, good. Never I'm mind. not. I'm, all right. I'm not the never idiot. Mind. <laughs> That's my Continue. Head <laughs> all right. So, Rodgers, 6,800. Just cash me in for the guarantee three times and then. Yep. Possibly more, right? 6,800 is way too cheap for him. I don't care who he's playing. Philadelphia's defense isn't that great. Um, stack him with Devontae Adams. Adams isn't going to be on Slay very much. He moves around too much. Um, so they're going to find ways to get Adams the ball, and that's just going to be a great play. So where I'm well, going, we running. Well, we saw what DK Metcalf did to Slay <laughs> last week, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Darius, he's, Slay is not the Slay of old. So No, yeah, he's definitely getting uh, older, just like uh, Patrick Peterson with the uh, Cardinals, right? So he's not yeah. that great. So I really like the Rodgers play this week. Philadelphia is just in shambles. It's only a matter of time for the whole team just gives up. Yeah. So um, really like Cousins at 6,400. That Again, that Minnesota Jaguars game, I think uh, Cousins has potential, even if they're not even playing hard in the second half. Three touchdowns in the first half, definitely that potential is there. Um, I really like Goff down at 5,800. Um, he's one of my favorites this week against Arizona. Arizona's defense, I think people give them a little bit too much hype. Um, they make some big plays, but again, this is Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and McVeigh. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I know the Rams' defense is great, but just for pure game flow, um, I really like golf in this situation. And with my dart, um, I'll have him at least one lineup as Glennon at 4,800. Um, again, it's just because that entire game. It's just the entire game, and at 4,800, Glennon throws. You know, he got 18 points last week without doing anything. Right. He just didn't turn the ball over or mess up too bad. And he got 18 points. So, um, and Minnesota's defense isn't great. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take some darts with uh, Glennon down there at 4,800. But that's where I'm looking at quarterback. All right. Jim. What do you think, Jim? Um, yeah, I'm all over Rodgers. I'm, I'm all over Russ. Um, I like Kirk as well. Um, I do have interest in Kyler Murray as well. Um, I know he's expensive, uh, he does not have an injury designation practice in full today uh no questionable tag or anything like that uh burned quite a bit of people last week in a decent matchup uh including me who i played him a fair amount so i'll go right back to him um you know got you know nine points last week but uh that's okay with me i'll I'll go right back to him if i'm going all the way down i mean i looked at glennon um I would probably rather just play like if Chark is healthy, I would probably rather just play Chark. Um, but, you know, when a quarterback, we kind of talking about it on the text the other night, the goal for really to be able to try and win a GPP is you have to get your quarterback to about 30 points. You can get away with that. If you can get a quarterback in the four thousands, get you to like 20 to 23, right? Glennon can certainly do that against the Vikings. Um, I bet you I will probably end up playing him. My only concern is that they do have James Robinson and they do like to run the ball and they do like to give him 
20 to 25 carries a game. I just don't know if the Jags will get enough possessions in order for Glennon to get there. He got 18 points last week, which isn't bad. Um, but the guy right now that I, the furthest I'm going down is Mitch at 5,400. Um, there's enough value elsewhere this week where I don't think I, I, it's a pay up in quarterback for week, week for me this week. So if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down to Wentz. Uh, or I'm sorry, not Wentz, Trubisky. Oh, I was going to say, you're having a stroke. No, 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 no. Yes, I am having a stroke tonight, <laughs> apparently. I thought, I thought you were talking about Rodgers playing for Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Mitch is my guy if I'm going to go down there. Um, I don't really want to guess at some of these other guys. Um, I really wish that Taysom Hill, if the word comes out that like Taysom Hill like blows his Achilles out in practice or something this week. I'll be so happy because I'll play Jameis Winston in like 80% of my lineups this week against Atlanta. But, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. So, Ben, is there anybody else who uh, we did not touch on? Yeah, I, dude, I have that itch for Glennon as well. My only concern is Gardner Minshew got ruled healthy, and I know Glennon's going to start this game, but like – Two if, picks. If he could, yeah, if he comes out, he just yank like, his ass. Absolutely yeah, absolutely down his leg. Like, dude, they're gonna pull. Um, True. I so, had one Glennon lineup last week, and it got me to like one ninety two. Yeah, no. So yeah, he, he got you there last week. That's he he sure. did get me there, right? So that's why I'll, I'll I'll play one dart with him, right? But yeah, not going no, I, heavy I, on Glennon. No way. You guys <laughs> mentioned a lot of the guys I'm on: Russ Rogers, Cousins. Uh, the two other guys that I'll have some interest in, especially if I'm going to go uh, a little bit more balanced or down at running back, is I'll have some Tannehill um, at 6,200. I think to Jim's point, he does have that upside. He's hit high 20s, you know, almost 30 a few times this season. And yeah, again, if this is a game that's supposed to be competitive and you know, playoff matchup, like you know, you never know how that game script's going to go. So. Tannehill is up there for me, and if he's if he gets the nod and starts, I will have Fitzpatrick uh, against the Bengals. Like these are the games that like Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, looks like you know superstar in um, against really bad teams. Uh, so could he go out there and throw two picks? Yeah, but he could also you know throw four touchdowns with it and three hundred and fifty yards. Like who knows? But yeah, what were you gonna say, Jim? I said no. That's true. I mean, it's it's a fair point. I just. I just don't. He just has massive upside and a great matchup. Uh, he he does, but I, I think that you know, for four hundred dollars more, I think Kirk Cousins has a much higher, much better route to thirty points. Yep. Than than Fitz does. I just I don't know. It's something about playing Fitz. He I just, know it's dude. Uh, trust me, it doesn't make me sleep good at night. I, I was looking for one guy down there. I was uh, you guys kind of talked me off him, and the biggest reason why I would lean Fitz over like Rivers is the targets are very like concentrated with Fitz. Like I know who I can stack him with. Um, whereas Rivers, he could throw four touchdowns in a great matchup on Sunday and go to four different guys and guys that like aren't. Yeah, even, he, like, he can. Oh, yeah, he he'll have ten targets. He'll have ten different targets like in the first quarter. That's he could, throw, he could throw two. He could throw two to Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you know, your stack. And you're like, great. Okay who, with who, Rivers, like you're burned on the other yeah. end. So yeah. I'm off Rivers for those reasons. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll probably have to debate and, and figure out for that fifth spot. I usually will roll with five quarterbacks. Is uh, between Fitz and Mitch. So we'll see. Hey, Mitch. All right. All right. All right. Um, rolling right into receivers here. 
All right. Um, if you're going, going Rodgers, you're going at Devontae. Yeah, Devontae at 9K. Um, you know, there's going to be lineups where I have Devontae in there with Rodgers. Um, they're going to be stacked together no matter what. I don't think I'm going to have him as a one-off anywhere. Um, not yet, at least. But I'm really into my stacking this week. I really like Minnesota with Cousins, Thielen, and Jefferson. I love golf with Cup and Woods. That whole thing is just mispriced there. Um, Cup at 6,100 is an absolute misprice. That is just insane. So yeah, that's what I said. Well, last and, week Woods, and Woods at and Woods at 59. I mean, Woods yeah, gets all of like he gets the vast majority of the end zone red zone looks. I mean, I know yeah. that they weren't near the red zone much last week, but I mean, he's the guy getting those looks. Yeah, uh, and that and that's the thing. If you're going Russ, are you sticking with DK or are you going to try to mix and lock it? So this is where I was going to go. I was going to yeah, I was going to go with that. So Lockett is my guy in the matchup. Um, I feel like you know, if if DK DK burns me this week, he burns me. Um, but Lockett's matchup in the slot this week, and you know, having the secondary corner not Bradbury on him ever. Um, I think Lockett's due to have one of his breakout games, you know, 30 plus 40 plus points. He does it every once in a while, gets like three touchdowns. Um, this definitely smells like a Lockett week to do that. And at 7,400, um, hopefully he goes a little bit contrarian there. Um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think, I think the Seattle guys, um, I'm glad that they actually priced DK up this week um, because he's just been too cheap and it's made him a little bit too chalky. Um, I like where he's at this week um, price-wise because it's going to force you to make a decision. Um, I, I'm i not going to fade either one. I'm going to have – I'll probably have a lineup with Russ, Lockett, and DK. And yeah. then I'll probably have a lineup with Russ, DK, and more. And then some lineups with just Russ and Lockett. Because I feel like the, the Lockett games – Russ just like locks onto him and that's just it, right? Like nobody yeah. else really gets the volume. He just goes off. So if I'm building my stacks and telling myself a story, um, if it's a locket game, I don't really want to pair any other receivers in that stack, just Russ and locket. If it's a lineup where I'm going to play DK, I am going to play David Moore just because he's only $3,400 yes. and he yeah. does get touches. Like they manufacture plays for him. It's a little weird. But obviously, they really like his skill set. So that's that's kind of where I'm going with the Seattle situation. Yeah. Um, more this week is my Gabe Davis. You know, 3,400, yep. I feel like he has that volume, um, especially in this matchup. Like I said, I just love Seattle this week. So Moore's on the field with DK and Lockett, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, he can absolutely get one target and not get any of the game for sure. But he's 3,400. So if he gets you that one touchdown like he did last week, he's giving you three times. So – I really like more. Um, I like Lockett even better. And I'm going to have some DK, obviously, but he's not going to be my main guy. I'm definitely going to have more Lockett than DK. Um, going down a little bit, I love Allen Robinson this week. Um, Chicago Bears, the whole Mr. Trubisky thing. If I'm playing Trubisky, I will pair him with Robinson. But I love Robinson just as a one-off. He's a 10-plus target a week guy, no matter what. And he's going against the Lions, which are one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. Yep. So he's in a great spot. Just know he's going to be really chalky on Sunday. Yeah. And 6,700, you know, and that's the thing. I'm actually fine with him as, as chalky as 6,700. Um, 
I mean, what's again, a lot of a lot of but a lot of people might go on Jefferson at sixty nine, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, no one's on That's Robinson, which I can absolutely see. And we'll get an idea of that here in the next couple of days when ownership comes out. But that's definitely my pivot. Um, I love Thielen and Jefferson, but Robinson's my guy, especially if he's under 15%. Um, if he's up in the 20 plus percent range, I'm not going to touch him, but I don't think he's going to be up there. Um, there's just too many options. Um, if I'm going down a little bit, I really like uh, Devontae Parker, 6,400. Um, I don't care what quarterback plays. Uh, Parker's been playing very well and he's in a smash matchup. Um, I'm really liking the whole Jets thing this week. Um, not Darnold necessarily, Whatever. but I, Crowder at 5,100, I think is an absolute steal. He's going to be going against LaMarcus Joyner all game long. Um, literally, that's going to be the guy covering him. Um, so sign me up for Crowder. I think he has potential to get a lot of targets in this game and go nuts. I also like Mims and Perryman, 4,100 and 3,900. The Raiders cornerbacks aren't good to begin with. And now they're injured. Arnett has a concussion, so they're probably going to have to go to their third corner there. Um, and Mullen's been playing with a really knocked up shoulder that's knocked him out of the game two weeks in a row. So Oakland's second – I mean, Oakland. <laughs> Vegas' secondary is absolutely beat up, and they're not good even when they're healthy. So I'll take a chance on Perryman. He's my favorite. He just seems to be the guy that gets the touchdowns. He gets the downfield big touchdowns because the Jets can't seem to generate a drive. Um, so Perryman will get that 60 yard go route that he's their favorite guy for that. So I really like Perryman. Um, and then at the very bottom, it's more, so that's what I'm thinking on receiver. Um, what are you guys thinking? Jim? Yeah. So up at the top, you know, it's Devonte for me. Um, one guy that I didn't really talk about, uh, quarterback wise that I am going to have a lot of, I don't know why I didn't really say anything about him. Uh, it's Deshaun Watson. Um, well, you're having a stroke, Jim. Yeah, it, it's a it's a rough <laughs> night for me. Um, it's okay. Um, I really love Cooks. You know, there's no Fuller there anymore. Um, Kiki QT is probably going to be one of the higher owned punts. I'll have a little bit of him, but I'm not going to go crazy on him. But at 3,500, um, he's somebody that I'll play in a stack only um, because his ownership is probably going to be um, at the level at 3,500 that I don't want to play him in just a one off. Um, I don't think Allen Robinson's going to be over 20% owned. And if he's, you know, 15 uh -huh. to 18% owned, that, that's fine with me. I'm, I'm not fading him. I'm not worried about ownership at that point. Um, as we mentioned, um, how uh, the Chargers give up the 32nd explosive run rate in the league, the, the um, Patriots are 31st in explosive pass rate. So I do have some interest in Keenan Allen this week um, per the PFF matchups um, or I'm sorry, the FTN matchups. He has the third best matchup of the week. Um, he's going to be on Jonathan Jones a lot playing out of the slot. And, you know, that's, that's just something I have a lot of interest in. I know he's only 8,100 or he's 8,100, but a lot of people are going to play Metcalf. A lot of people are going to play Hopkins, which I am going to play but I think he kind of gets forgot about a little bit up top. And he's a guy that can certainly go for that big smash. Um, you know, he had a down game last week and he had 16 points. So um, scrolling down a little bit further, I like Thielen coming back. I like the Minnesota situation. Like you mentioned, Joe um, full fade on Michael Thomas. No, thank you. Um, I I'm, I'm interested if, if Julio comes back um, again, this is a stigma where the saints, you know, are coming off a game where they played a team with no quarterback. 
And if Julio is healthy, I'm playing Julio. Um, I don't have to play Matt Ryan, um, which I don't really want to, but I will play Julio. Um, going down, I mean, I like the Rams guys. We kind of touched on that. Um, if we get down into like the mid 5,000s here, there's a lot of guys that I like, and I'm just going to have to really weed through who I want to play. I mean, I really like Chark if he's healthy um, against Minnesota. Um, I love Sterling Shepard as a part, as a run back in those uh, Seattle stacks. Um, I like Christian Kirk a lot this week. His prices dropped down to the point where he's playable at 5,200. He's gone from 6,100. 5,800. Now he's down to 5,200 in a game where I think he's going to get quite a bit of deep shots. Ramsey's going to be on, um, on nuke quite a bit. Nuke's going to get his, but I think, I mean, they, you, you see it, they haven't hit on one in a few games, but they actively look to throw a couple of bombs to Kirk each game. Um, and then I love Crowder, but I also love Corey Davis. Um, the Browns are going to try and take away AJ Brown. Um, I think Corey Davis is, is going to be quite a play this week. I mean, he's, he's got a top 10 matchup this week. He's going to be running quite a bit against this guy, Kevin Johnson, who's just absolutely terrible. Um, and he's had a great year so far this year. I mean, three catches for 70 last year. Hasn't gotten the touch, got in the end zone in a couple weeks. Um, but that's a guy down a little bit lower that I like. Um, we all like more. We kind of talked about that. My other guy from down there, since I do like Mitch quite a bit this week, um, is Darnell Mooney at 3,400. Um, he's, you know, consistently stayed involved, um, you know, eight points last week, but look for a guy for 3,400, eight points, that's okay. And then if he happens to get in the end zone to get in that like 13 to 17 point range, I mean, he's going, you know, seven X almost for you. Yeah, that Mooney, point, right? Mooney had nine, nine targets last week. And a few weeks back, he had 11, 6, 7. I mean, they're involving this guy in the offense. So, why not? Yeah, so, you know, that, that's why if I'm going down to that level, I'm looking for people who are getting targets like Mooney, like Moore. It's why people are going to play QT a lot this week for 3,500. But, again, that's going to be a situation where I'm assuming his ownership is going to be in the 10 to 11% range which is fine if I'm playing him in a stack, but a guy that cheap, I'd, I'd like to kind of get away from that um, if I'm playing a one-off. All right. Cool. Ben? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I like Adams, and I do like DK at the top. If I'm going to go Seattle, I'm just going to find a way to squeeze him in. Um, his upside is just massive. It's up there with all those other guys, but also I think he'll be pretty low-owned. Like, I don't see a lot of people paying for DK up there. Um especially if you have guys like cook and Henry, that are going to be huge chalk. Like it's tough to get Russ, one of those guys and DK. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I definitely don't, it looks like, but I don't think ownership is going to be really a big deal this week. Um, I think there's so many are... guys in that AK nine K range. Yeah, I don't I think, think ownership's going to be wild either. I I'm think in terms of like, if I see DK coming in like low, low, like I'll, I'll go heavy on him. Like, but mm-hmm. the nice thing is, right, if he's coming in at like eight or nine percent, right? Yeah, you don't you don't need to play, you can play twenty-five percent on him and of him and get fifteen percent leverage on the field, and totally. like that that's great, right? Yeah, so I'm totally with you on that. Um yeah, that's good. That's good. So yeah, DK up there, and then um I'm on AJ Brown. I know his price tag is at a point now where it's like getting a little suspicious, but the Browns are 
probably going to be without Denzel Ward again. Um, they have no one who can match up with this guy. Um, and so I like that. I was a little bit of a contrarian because, again, I think people are either going to go up to the top guys or they are going to side with like the Allen Robinson Jefferson for a little bit less, um, who I also do like. But I'm just saying in terms of Brown, if he's really low owned, um, I'll be all, all over that. Um, that makes Parker, sense. If I'm going Fitzy, um, he'll be the guy, obviously. I'll have some cooks um, in some lineups where I'm getting a little weird and different because um, I think I can offset some of that chalk, and, and he's in a great spot, obviously. Um, Jim, you mentioned Chark and Shepard. I have those guys uh, chalked up as well. I like Aguilar. Um, the Jets are just terrible, um, and Carr is obviously found his favorite receiving target outside of Waller right there, so I don't mind playing Aguilar at 5,200. Um, Jim, you talked about Corey Davis, 5,100. I like that a lot. Lazard yeah. at five. Um, you know, I, I like Pittman more, but one guy to keep an eye on is T.Y. Hilton. He, for some reason, just absolutely destroys Houston. Um, His price just keeps going lower and lower, too. And at 4,300, similar. Like, I know he's a little bit more than David Moore, but, like, not by much, and you don't need a lot for T.Y. to, to hit one. Um, no. Against Houston, who already has the 28th-ranked defense in passing, they just lost their best corner. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I'll have some interest with T.Y. there. And then is lo- the lowest I'm going to go is probably Mims at 4,100. So, right. um, another another uh, playing off T.Y., I really like Pittman this week. Um, I'm starting to, I'm starting to lean a little bit more Pittman. Just haven't quite gotten there yet with him, but I am liking that matchup a lot. A game, yeah. I mean, he he's the guy. Like they drafted him high. Like, he's super dynamic and big. Um, I'm just sure. 4,300. If you're gonna have like a one-off, like Ty is not the worst play. Yeah. No. For um, sure. Cool. It's so a tight end time. Yeah. Why don't you lead us off? Yeah. So uh, sticking with that same game, um, Trey Burton. 3,500. They're not raising his price. Um, he I made a couple of he made a couple of great catches last week. I mean, like really stud catches. So, you know that fired up the coaching staff to give him the ball more, get him on the field more. On top of that, he's in a great matchup. Um, he's going to be getting covered by again Cunningham, the Texas linebacker that can't seem to cover anybody. So, Burton at 35. I love that. Um, one of the more disappointing things this week is uh, Hayden Hurst. He uh, practiced on Wednesday, and then they shut him down on Thursday. He was, like, my guy this week with the Falcons. Um, Zacharias landed on the IR. Um, that just gives Hurst more opportunity there over the middle of the field. So if he's healthy, I'm going to be looking at a little bit of Hurst, but that was kind of disappointing to see. Um, I really like Ingram. He is probably my highest-priced tight end um, against the Seahawks this week. So a lot of Ingram, 49. Uh, love Tanyan at 37. Um, give me some Rogers, Adams, Tanyan stacks. Uh, 3,700, I think he's mispriced as well, just with Rogers' ability to hit whoever the hell he wants when he wants and score touchdowns. So Tanyan at 37. And the lowest guy I like is Eifert at 3,000. Um, Eifert got me a touchdown last week um, in my Glennon stack, and, you know, it worked. So Eifert at 3,000, he's a dart gets a couple grabs, gets me my money. Why not? So tight ends a little weird for me this week, but that's where I'm looking so far. Jim? Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, I like Tanyan. I like Burton. Uh, 
I, I'll I'll probably have some Jordan Aikens just because I'm not going to go crazy on Houston with, especially with Kike uh, Kute. So I need to find a way to get some exposure there with a guy um, in that offense. So Aikens is probably where I'll lean. I like that. Um, I do like Ingram at the top, and then two other guys up that way or higher that I like is I will be playing some Dallas Goddard. I mean, they just well, we know Ertz is coming back this week, right? So even with that, like Goddard was getting a majority of shares and I actually kind of don't mind it. Like Wentz is obviously really comfortable with him, you know, at 4,300, he, again, he doesn't need a lot. If he can get me to like 10 points, like I'm, I'm stoked for that. Um, and then as much as I can fit in, I don't know how much I'll be able to, but we talked about target share and like concentrated targets, like against the jets. If I can get to Darren Waller, I will. Um, they should the Raiders come out after that embarrassment and blow these guys out. The Jets are a terrible excuse for a football team. Um, I got to imagine Waller, you know, sneaks into the end zone twice here. Like that, that's what I would put money on. So if I can get there with 6,100, um, I'll try to. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely playing a lot of Waller. Um, Lala, he, burned, Lala. he burned everybody last week. Um, I think Derek Carr is going to go back to him a little bit. Uh, Greg Williams is going to blitz the shit out of Derek Carr. Um, he just likes to blitz the shit out of everybody. Um, so that's, I mean, it's to his detriment a lot of the times, but he's he's not going to change. He, he is who he is. He's he's never going to change. He's going to keep keep doing that. So I just hope they you don't know, put the code red you know, out on a, on Waller. Take him out. Well, they probably will, but you know, we're going to just going to have to probably live with that. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm going to play a lot of him. Uh, I'm second highest on guys, probably going to be Tanyan. Um, I think it's just a great matchup. 3,700 is too cheap for a guy that Rogers clearly has quite a bit of trust in. And that matters a lot. Ingram is another one. Um, sign me up for Everett Ingram. I have no problems with him this week. Um, I'm off Goddard. Um, everyone, I think he's going to be too highly owned. Um, I think everyone saw that smash spot the other night when they were playing and it was like, Oh yeah, we're going to play Dallas Goddard this week at 4,300. If he can get me, you know, 20 points, like he got me last week, people are going to be all over him, but Ertz is going to be back and he is going to take some volume. Um, and then if Herb does not play, I'll be interested in getting a little bit of Kyle Rudolph. Um, he's been running a ton of routes um, with with Irv out, and he's been getting a fair amount of market share. Now, if Irv plays, I will be playing some Irv, but he didn't practice today. Um, it's a back injury is what he's dealing with, and that's just probably something I'll stay away from. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't think I'm going to get to the either of the tight ends uh, for Houston. I'd rather play QT. Um, I definitely so- don't love that play with Aikens, but – yeah, it's 2,900, you know, so you don't need a whole lot from him. Um, my only problem is in watching the games the last couple of weeks, uh, he can't fucking catch. Um, he drops oh quite a bit of balls. Yeah, the um, good news he, is they never keep him in the block. He only has like a 4% like block rate. So yeah. he's always so, at least out on routes. So man, my thought on it is like you take Fuller out, that's you like 12 targets, 13 targets a game that yeah. you have to find distribution to. And everyone's going to go to Kuti and – you know, whoever else they're going to pull up, you know, for the mm-hmm. team. And if Aikens is already running those routes, Watson at least knows them. Like, yeah, I'm just stick them on this guy and let's get it in. 
just the lineups that I've been building this week, I've found myself finding enough to not have to go to um, go down that low. Like I've got enough to get up a little bit um, and I'll, and I'll roll right into tight or to defense. Um, And the really, the reason why is I really can't find anybody else to play besides the jets at 2,100. They haven't moved their price. They've gotten eight points and nine points the last two weeks in a row. They're playing Derek Carr and a Raiders team that has a horrific turnover problem right now. Um, that stuff doesn't go away in one week. Um, like I You're said, also getting Greg, Derek Carr in cold outdoor East Coast weather. Like, uh, I, I, If the Jets aren't over 10% owned this week, I have no idea what people are looking at. It's just kind of like the, the showdown contest we just played the other day. I won a ton, I won like 150 bucks playing the Steelers in the in the captain spot, and they were like nine percent owned going against RG three. I, I like I did, people galaxy brain themselves into thinking that RG three was going to do something against the Steelers defense. Like I know Derek Carr is not RG three, but for twenty one hundred dollars, um, I just don't see another defense out there that point per dollar wise can produce on that. So I'll let you guys go through. I have no yeah. defenses, but I might play 100% Jets and just forget about it this week. So I just yeah. want to state this. I'm the guy that took the Panthers last week and got 23 points from them. Uh, so that being said, I have two defenses I'm really <laughs> strong on this week. Um, it's the Bears and the Colts. The Bears are coming off a game where they've got their ass handed to them by the Packers. The Bears are a lot better than that. Rodgers is that good. He's going against Detroit, a beat-up Detroit with a interim head coach. The Bears you know, got called out by their head coach that they aren't playing hard enough and they have no pride in all these things. I feel like the Bears might come out this week and just absolutely pummel the Lions. Um, there's a reason none of us mentioned any Lions players throughout the entire podcast today. Um, so the Bears at 3,100, um, I, I really like them at 31. So they're probably my highest on defense. Um, the Colts at 3,000 right next to him. They're going against Houston. I feel like this is going to be a week where, yeah, Deshaun might throw for three touchdowns, but he might also throw for three picks, get sacked five times and have two fumbles because I'm already imagining it now, him running around like uh, he's got a chicken with his head cut off, you know, running circles in the backfield, not knowing what to do because his receivers are complete dog shit. His team is complete <laughs> dog shit. And the Colts are getting Buckner back. Right. So Duke Johnson's not running the ball. Deshaun's literally going to get no help this week. And Deshaun can make plays. He can make magic happen, but he can also make magic happen for the defense quite often. So those are my teams. Bears, Colts, line them up 50 50 throughout the entire slate. Cool. I think up top, the only two two other teams, well, I guess there's three other teams that you guys didn't mention that I'll just have like in my defense pool and, you know, just whatever shakes out in terms of my roster, like I'll just plug them in is um, the saints at 3,600. I mean, the saints are playing lights out defense and they're shortening the game with Taysom. So Matt Ryan, you know, without Julio, probably um, no real running game. Like that's just a recipe for a disaster um, right there. Um, I'll also, if I can get to them, I'll have some Seahawks. Their defense is playing much better. Um, they actually have a pass rush and Colt McCoy is suiting up for the Giants. So legend. Bring me on some Seahawks if I can get Absolute there. Absolute football legend, Colt McCoy. <laughs> like 15 <laughs> years ago. And then uh the only other team that I have a little interest in, either down there with the Jets, Jim, is uh I'll have some Falcons. 
at 2400 they're obviously playing really hard for raheem morris um their defense has looked way better since dan quinn uh exited the building um and Taysom hill just doesn't scare me like the, the saints might win and you know 24 14 or something like that but I don't know, man. Everyone's going to overreact. Like they put up all these points last week. They played a team that completed one pass. Like they didn't have to do anything to win that game. So, so that that's my problem. Why I don't want any of the Saints. They played a team with a guy that oh, has yeah, never no. played in the NFL before, and they only scored fourteen points on defense. I'm with you. I'm talking about the Falcons. I'm sorry, oh, okay. twenty four hundred. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think the Falcons defense is going to like they're they've been playing better. Taysom doesn't throw the ball and if he does it's right to michael thomas so um i just don't see the falcons getting like bludgeoned for like giving you a negative four points which has happened to me a few times this year so you know 2400 if they can get you five six points like that's that's fine um so yeah, those are the teams i think, be on. I think you guys maybe talked me into the falcons yeah and jo- joey maybe talked me into the bears yeah I the, have the bears. bears on here but the bears. i'm not i want nothing to do with the indianapolis defense um keem hicks returns for the bears like i'll be really in on that like, yes, for sure that's because that's the one thing won't do anything that is one thing i'm really watching you saw last week like the the packers are just running the ball at will over the zero and one gap and it's just because Akeem hicks was not in so i think they I think they purposely held him out. I think he was probably close, but knowing they Looking had a bit of a short week, look, you know, he had a bit of a short week. So, I mean, he's also, he's uh, also he was did not that... participate Wednesday, limited Thursday. So he's on track. Okay. So that's okay. So limited is fine. I'll take that. So yeah, he's upgraded. One... He upgraded. So that's positive. Yeah. I mean, and he's the so, guy who takes on all the double, he'll take on the double teams, allow Khalil Mack to go just one-on-one with somebody and, you know, eat their lunch all afternoon. So. Now Khalil Mack, I mean, I doubt he misses the game, but he's missed the last two practices due to a back injury. I doubt he misses on Sunday, uh, but that's yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on. He'll, he'll play. He'll play. I think. Yeah, it's just something to keep your eye on, I guess. But I, don't even um, care. I mean, the lines are so bad, like you said. Whatever. <laughs> um, exactly. But I think that pretty much wraps it up. Is there one guy, kind of a random question here that I heard that I want to throw to you guys? One guy you're planning on baiting that is scaring you? Hmm. Um, I, I would scaring you. I don't know if it's scaring me, but. Alvin Kamara is down to $7,000. He's not getting the rush attempts, right? He got 11 carries for 54 yards, and he got one catch for minus two yards last week. He's gotten 10 and six with Taysom Hill the last couple weeks. I'm fading him right now just because there's other people like Austin Eckler who I think can triple his point output. But Kamara is just the type of an athlete that just a full fade on him just – I mean, it's, you know, who knows what could happen, right? I mean, he could catch a screen pass from Taysom Hill. Um, they're going to have to score some points this week in a little bit bit of a different way than they did last week. So I'd say that's my guy. Joe? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little scared of playing DeAndre Hopkins this week and uh, Kyler Murray. I feel like that Rams defense is really starting to come to form. Uh, I know I was dogging them in the first half of the year for not playing anybody, but obviously they've played some pretty good teams lately and uh, held their own. 
Jalen Ramsey is just going to follow DeAndre Hopkins around. Um, not that that's like the scariest thing in the world usually, but Jalen Ramsey is that goddamn good. Um, it just scares me with the upside of Hopkins and it scares me with the upside of Murray because it's going to make Murray actually go through progressions and be a quarterback instead of just eyeing Hopkins and hitting him every, you know, two passes. Wait, so you're scared to fade him or you're scared to play them? I'm scared to play him. Okay. So that's so funny. Cause that was my scare to fade is that game. Like, Oh, and that's off. the thing. Like I'm a, I'm a little fearful of not playing them too. Right. But my, my logic is it's not just Ramsey either. The whole Ram secondary has been playing extremely well, you know, um, no, they play. And, you sound, know, you, dude. They, they play. And you got Donald that's going to be in the face of Kyler all day. I think teams have finally gotten the beat of going, okay, don't rush him as hard as you can and just get your hands up and make him move. Um, I'm not saying teams have figured him out. I mean, he is the man. Kyler is the real deal. Just, I think the Rams have the ability to shut Kyler down. We just saw the Patriots do it to him. So, uh, yeah, that's my one thing where I'm, uh, I'm fading that for sure this week. Um, but it is scaring me. <laughs> Cool. How about you? I'm with you. I, I, I'm right now, as of right now, the only guy that I'd plan on playing from that game is maybe Woods and Kirk. But outside of that, I'm fading Cup. I'm fading Hopkins, Kyler, Goff, and that's scaring me. But Oof. my God, Rome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh that's my God. They, they tell you to take a stance of what you believe in. So I, mean, I just can't. I, I'm not going to do it. I did it last week. Jimmy talked me onto it, and I, I held back from criticizing you. But I, I'm not going to play Kyler at that price until I know he's like fully healthy. Yeah. Well, he is. Full, he doesn't no, have. They're any, saying he is, injury report but... is, dude. But he was not kyler murray the last two weeks like he is no. something's off there with his whether it's his arm his accuracy like i don't know what the deal is but to your guys's point like at that price point i'm playing russ or i'm playing rogers like i'll let kyler you know if he beats me then that's all yeah that's yeah fair enough my other guy i'm fading is uh last one josh jacobs um he didn't practice wednesday or thursday this week i mean he's gonna play on sunday but again, it's against the Jets. And if they do start routing them at all, um, he's not playing the second half of that game. It'll be Devontae Booker. Um, even when Jacobs is healthy, they play Booker and uh, Brashard. So the whole Jacobs thing just scares me this week against a mediocre team um, of him just not getting the touches and Gruden saying, hey, let's give him a, give him a rest. So that's my other fade. Uh, I'm fading him too, Joey. John Gruden – has his head so far up his ass. Sometimes. He loves his backups, man. He loves uh, his hard-working backups. Dude, B- Booker <laughs> Booker lost his starting job to Philip Lindsay, and John Gruden's like, "Yeah, let's bring this guy in here and just give I him know. touches over our number one running back that we spent like a high draft pick." I know. Like, so yeah, I'm fading Jacobs, especially if he was fully healthy. Sure, why not? They'll just ride him all game. But he he's not healthy. Obviously, his ankle's jacked up. So. Um, they're going to take it easy with him. But that's it for me. All right. Cool. All right. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Good luck this weekend. We're going to have, what, ownership and pivots, Jim, on Friday or Saturday? Yeah, no ownership out yet. Uh, it should be out tomorrow. Um, so tomorrow, uh, probably evening, you guys will see a pod pop out for uh, top 10 owned and then a couple of pivots that I like. Cool. All right, all right, all right. That does it for us. Good luck this weekend. Talk All right, guys. Later. All right, later. later.